This episode of Roderick on the Line was recorded on Monday, January 22nd, 2018. It's a good one. Hi, Merlin. How's it going? Slow. Slow. Slow, slow mm-hmm. and low. Mm-hmm. That is my tempo. Mm. Yeah, me too. I had a migraine last night. Oh, Merlin. Yes, yes. I'm sorry. Oh, you know, I'd complain, but who'd listen? Uh, me. I I ate the booger. I, uh, I, I've i discovered that I, I really enjoy... Uh, some herbal teas, like a celestial seasoning. So I've been drinking a lot of that. And sure. I, apparently, I think I neglected to drink anything with caffeine in it all day yesterday. Oh. oh. Which I didn't notice until about 9 o'clock last night. Uh-oh. I thought, oh, 9 o'clock Uh-oh. headache. Uh-oh. 9 o'clock headache, you'll clear right up. I'll just go to bed. Uh-oh, oh, tinky winky. Oopsie doopsie. I woke up at midnight and... Oh, oh, oh. oh yeah. shit. Yeah. No, but you know, it's it's... Sometimes I can talk myself out of it. I'm no John Roderick, but sometimes I can say to myself, I am feeling this pain, but the pain's not going to bother me. I will just feel the pain as a thing, and I'm mm-hmm. not going to let it trouble me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to power through this, mm-hmm. or, or unpower through this. I will be mellow about this and not stress about this, and that will be okay. Mm-hmm. And I eventually got to sleep. It, it, it worked. It kind of works. I mean, I got up and I did the usual thing of like, you know, don't, don't, they say don't stay in bed if you can't sleep. So I got up and I took a shower, I took a hot shower and I, I moaned. I did this a lot. Oh, no. Yeah. And I put it on that special th- thunderous setting, you know, where it hits you real yeah. hard on the neck. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sometimes if you've got a normal headache, that can actually help a lot. Cause I think part of it is when you're feeling, this is super interesting. Whenever you've got like a pain or a headache or a something, I think your body overcompensates and tightens up and then that just makes it worse. Yeah. Yeah. But you don't, you yeah. don't experience pain. Uh, well. <laughs> uh, I, can see, night, I can see you choosing to just not allow it. Uh, the, other, the other day, uh, when you and I saw each other recently, uh, a while back. Um, <laughs> um, We're so bad at this. Uh, um, <laughs> I remember I, uh, seeing you at uh, some point before the day this show yes, came out, which was right. recorded the day it came out, I'm sure. Yeah, somewhere back in the day. Back in the uh, day. Was that before was, we were phony award-winning podcasters? <laughs> it was right about the time. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, I felt like I was uh, going to throw up. I felt like I was going to throw up the entire day. Mm-hmm. And um, and I refused to allow it. I refused to sum- submit. And then at the end of the day, I did anyway have, my, have some throw-ups. <laughs> And For those who have were... not listened to that episode yet, this is owing to, to the fact that your wonderful daughter had thrown up all over you. That's right. It's the gift that keeps on giving. Mm, Hakuna Matata. <laughs> you had 60 good hours, and then yep. you woke up the entire floor of your hotel room going, ah! Yeah, I ruined everybody. <laughs> I screwed everybody up. So, you know, I can fight it, but then, and oh, and it, you know, it was terrible also. It's not just like that I, that I passively threw up. Yeah. Uh, but you and I had a similar last night uh hmm. not not that i had a headache but uh in the middle of the night two o'clock in the morning i said i'm hungry and of course i wasn't hmm. you were sleeping is what you were <laughs> yeah but i was like i'm hungry and so <laughs> <I'm> hungry. <laughs> in, in the state that i was in i uh, i came downstairs i found one hamburger bun that was frozen i took two Nathan's famous hot dogs. Mm. 
I microwave the the collection of, of these things. I slice the hot dogs down the middle so that they had a flat side. Mm-hmm. And then I cut them in half so hmm. that they were little... Wienerettes? Wienerettes. I piled them on top of this hamburger bun, covered the whole lot with a slice of Swiss cheese, mm. microwaved it again, just for good measure, <sighs> melt the cheese. And I started eating my ham, my hot dog burger. Mm-hmm. And my front tooth broke out. Oh, come on. Your, your special tooth? Yeah, so now I'm sitting here. Oh, no. Uh, and, uh, I, and, well, you know, and I thought maybe if I go to sleep. <laughs> I'll Suffering, suck a dash. I'll wake up and I wouldn't have, I wouldn't, that wouldn't have happened. <laughs> you get a do over. Yeah, but in fact, now I have to deal with this today. Oh, John. Yeah, and I, and I, I'm, I'm hilariously lisping, but I don't, I, also, I don't really notice it except when you're making a joke about it. Yeah, but there's a tiny little Sib- sibilance, a tiny little sibilance. Sib- <laughs> so, oh God! Hooray! You know that's so sad. You're such a warrior. You're like <laughs> the Magellan of meats. Like you're so good at like just getting out there and saying like I'm just going to do some stuff with food and see what happens. You're you, really you get in there. A lot of people are saying eh, I don't have a proper meal here. It seems to me that you are you should be rewarded. For your ability to cobble together a delicious uh, super snack out, out of whatever's available. And I, I salute you for that. I'm sorry your, your tooth uh, fell short for that. Yeah, well, I, I, the writing was on the wall. It, was, it had been a long time since I'd had that tooth repaired. And honestly, my dentist now wants to affect a permanent solution. No, and you I've, should just just get a continuing February uh, continuing resolution till February, and it'll be fine. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm not stressed. <laughs> I'm not stressed. <laughs> so I have to just I have to decide. You know, all of these things that it's I, adorable. But, it's so uh, cute. No, a big man like you with that sound, it's really cute. Yeah. Did you did you make a quick? Okay, first of all, fuck Dennis. But yeah, also, uh, you know, they always got a plan. They, they, they always got a plan for your life. They got a plan. They got a plan. They, they want to fuck you up. They see you as a handful of teeth with a checkbook. You know, fuck those guys. Hmm. But, uh, but. No, no, uh, not, not including all the dentists that listen to this show, though. You no, guys God, are God bless them. You know, you can yeah. pay them in Dentacoin. Are you aware of Dentacoin? It's a new Bitcoin. Oh. It's a Bitcoin for the dental industry. Dentacoin. Did I mention this to you already? D- does it also rise and fall with the wind? <laughs> Could I get rich on Dentacoin? Nobody's getting rich on coin. <laughs> um, so the tooth has been. So you've had a, a surrogate tooth for a pretty long time, right? Long time now, ten years. Yeah. So, the, so the, there was that time when you had your long rock and roll hair and the missing tooth, and you just went with it. That, I went that, with it. The whole tooth was gone at that point, right? Yep. Okay. And then at some point, you uh, used to come to uh, to Big Tooth. And you went ahead and got your thing put back in. What's the, what's the, I don't know, what's the lifetime of a replacement tooth? How often do you need to get it dealt with? Well, that's a great question. <clears throat> I mean, like, for example, do you know when the clock is ticking? Do you get a warning sign? This is getting loose. This is getting wobbly. Uh, so the way that my tooth is is fastened in there is not not I I think when my dentist goes to her continuing education classes mm-hmm. where she gets together with all the other dentists and they talk about all their new technologies yeah 
she probably does not pull up a slide <laughs> where she says, and in this case, this guy won't make a decision. And so I have super glued this <laughs> tooth in between the other two teeth. You got like a 1940s tooth. <laughs> <laughs> he won't wear a pontiff. <laughs> Which is a kind of like tooth that you can pontiff or whatever a pontic. Uh huh. <laughs> he won't wear one. He refuses to. Mm-hmm. He won't. He refuses this all the surgeries, and now increasingly he has refused to just get a like a bridge, like a like an old like an old person would. That, that's where they say, if I understand that correctly, I mean, because my wife's been through some of this, you know, she had that yeah. jaw surgery that was like so involved and involved yeah. tooth things and gum things. And she's still getting gum grafts and all this kind of stuff. Like they want to really get in there. They want to make you into like a cyborg. They want to yep. put like screws in your head and shit, right? Oh, yeah. They want to, you know, they want to get their saws out and cut my cut my whole thing apart. Yeah. I mean, remake me. Mm-hmm. The, the, the crazy thing is that if you go to most doctors... And say, ah, my knee is killing me. I want to get a fake knee. I want to get a robot knee. Right. The doctors say, look. So, slow your roll. We got other options here. Well, and yeah. And the, and the consensus seems to be eh, until your thing, until your natural thing actually fails, the no matter how good a job we do, the fake thing is never going to be as good and complication-free as even a badly working natural thing. Yeah. So don't fuck with it. It's like an old car. I mean, in some ways, right? Where, like, if you start re- replacing parts willy-nilly, you don't know what you're undoing with each thing that you're doing. Yeah. I have a... Uh, my best friend from high school has had back problems for a long time, and thank goodness that I have never had back problems. Oh, I yeah. I don't know about you. No, I feel I feel that's one where I feel so fortunate. My mom had chronic neck and back problems uh, through my whole youth, and she was just miserable the whole time. And of course, I thought it was because she was old and had done something wrong. I didn't I realize it's just because your body gets fucked up. Yeah. And my pal, his back went out. I was with him when it happened. He was twenty-four the first time. And, uh, you know, and he couldn't, I mean, I had to carry him and it was traumatic for us both. Um, but he has been suffering with this back problem his whole life. And, and, uh, you know, I, I, I've gotten away scot-free. I'm pretty, I'm pretty big. And I, I worried that my back was going to be, was going to, you know, be in trouble. Mm -hmm. But I, he called me earlier this year and said, just wanted to call. hadn't talked to you in a while. I'm going into surgery. I'm having this major back surgery. And it involved, like, going in through the front and the back and oh, put, putting all this stuff in there. And, and, you know, but he was like, I'm at the point now where by not getting it done, I'm, I'm having nerve damage to my feet. You know, I might not. And then oh, look, even, it's a whole spinal column thing. Yeah, and even then, he called me then a couple of weeks later, and he was like, we're holding off, and it's because the the rate of success is like, it's not that it's low, it's just that you just enter into a whole other world where you can't go back to not having had the surgery. Mm-hmm. But in the dental world, 
my goodness, they are very, very enthusiastic mm -hmm. about these ma these major surgeries that involve your entire face. And I've never had anybody say, and I've talked to a lot of people about it. It's not just one person. Never had anybody say, well, you know, whatever problem you're having, it's probably going to be in the long run less of a big deal than <clears throat> sawing your face in half and grafting it together with titanium bolts. And, you know, don't worry, we've got that all figured out. It's a out. very personal area. Or like even yeah, like you think personal. about when you're when you're a little kid and you have a loose tooth and how it like even when it's just loose, let alone like close to coming out, it changes the way you feel, like the way that you bite, the way your whole face feels. Yeah. And they're very cavalier about saying, Well, we got a whole program we can go through here. I learned about it in a newsletter. There's a whole thing we can do. You saw your <laughs> face in half, we put in some screws, and then your life will be, you know, different. Yeah. I've told I told you I mean the the shocker for me was that for years and years they'd been saying <clears throat> we're going to break your lower jaw, saw some piece of it out, and move your lower jaw back so that it fits with your... That's, so what, my, the, that's what my lady had done. Right. You but met then, her when she was in that state. You saw her that one time. I know. She was... That it was, was a, a hell massive, of a thing. Massive thing. She was really laid up. You have, you have an underbite? Is that right? Ooh, I don't know what that is. No, my teeth just come straight onto one. Uh, There's no over... Like a, like a raptor. <laughs> Yeah, the over under is that I am just like a yeah, like a like a wolf trap. <laughs> and 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 I guess one of the things of course is that your teeth do wear whereas your <clears throat> you know like I well, honestly, that's the story of getting old. Everything wears. Your, my my knee creaks because it's just wearing out just like your my car, knee. Your car does not start an infinite number of times. <laughs> Right. Every, 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 if you, if you're the kind of nerd that I am, you know that when you buy a laptop and you turn it on and you go and look at the battery information, your laptop is rated for 1000 charges, which oh. if you think about it in terms of like years, you go, Oh, I can, this thing should be good for three, four, five years. But when you think about it in terms of after 1000 charges, I'm off the reservation. This thing just may not work anymore. And then pretty soon you get like Donald Trump. You start, start thinking your body's a battery and you should ride, ride in a car when you play golf. <laughs> Because it wears and wears and wears. Every time you start your car, that's one less time your car will start. Yep, yep. Every time I bite into a late night hot dog sandwich, <laughs> it's you know, there's not an infinite number of those in my future. <laughs> but it's but, so depressing when you put it that way. It really is <laughs> something so quotidian. Uh, oh God! Well, sure. I mean, that's the thing. When you're young, you think like uh, you got hot dog sandwiches stretching to infinity. <laughs> But but now, <laughs> who knows how many more times I'll be able to grind my teeth over Congress? Well, that's the thing. How many more times am I going to make that sandwich? I know Five? that particular I mean, sandwich. I know, I know. In my life, how many how many times will I be in a position where I will be allowed to make that sandwich? You ever calculate how many Saturdays you get before your kid stops liking you? Pro I tip, pro tip, that. pro tip. Don't do it. <laughs> But but the but the term the terminal moment with the dentists was the time I went in to talk to a specialist, and he was this like he was a um, a diminutive man with a big white sort of Einstein haircut who <sighs> drove a Porsche 911, which is how you know you have got a good dentist. <laughs> and uh, and I think he was probably wearing driving shoes and maybe even driving gloves. That's, while we were that's a smart look. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he said, he said, uh, and I was like, well, you know, everybody wants to break my jaw and move it backward. And he laughed at me as though that was my idea. 
Right. And he was like, let me ask you a question. Uh, what what do you think happens when you uh, when you like move a jaw back? Uh, does it uh, does it improve your airflow, or or would it constrict your airflow? And I'm like, it's just a I didn't know there was going to be a test. Yeah, right. Um, <clears throat> I have no dog in this race. Why don't you tell me? And he was like, No, no, no. We don't do that anymore. We don't move the jaw back because it just makes your airway more constricted. Hmm. And I was like. I don't like the sound of a constricted airway. And he mm-hmm. says, exactly. He said, now we cut the your top palate off oh. and move it forward, and then you've got all the, yeah, then it improves your oh, airway. Oh, that sounds so much, if it's the top and not the bottom, my gosh, wow, oh. how could you refuse? Like, yeah, wow. Look I, at I eat a piece of pizza too fast, and my palate's ruined for three days. If they could just move <laughs> it forward, my airflow would be greatly improved. I wouldn't get mouth meat anymore. Oh, but this, you know, like in the, and I think this is true of all the surgeries, right? In the back surgery world, there are people walking around or maybe not walking around whose backs were, uh, or were operated on 35 years ago. And they put, uh, they put like two big metal bars in there and screwed it together or put gaffer's tape around it and screwed yeah. it together with drywall screws. <laughs> and nowadays they go in and, you know, they they uh, they whistle while they work, and they mm-hmm. put some fiber optic cable in there, and you've got CCTV, and it's a whole different game. But it doesn't make you feel like – this is the other problem of technology, right, where you feel like now the technology of right now, the top forward technology of right now is as good as a thing is going to get. Mm-hmm. But – what do you do? You get back surgery, and then six weeks later, somebody puts up a slide at the continuing education dinner and says, we figured it out. Never do that again. Let me introduce you to patient 35. <laughs> it feels that way. Well, you know, there's, there's something I, I mean, I don't, I don't know fuck all about medicine, but it's always seems so strange to me the way that uh, drug trials work, especially when it comes to something like a, like a life-saving drug, like an AIDS drug or a cancer drug. And the only, as I understand it, the only really scientifically valid way is to have a test group and a control group. Yeah. So like half of the people getting it are getting, you know, a sugar pill. Yeah. Because that's what you got to do for the science. But like when you go in, you got the guy with the Porsche and the driving shoes, it kind of feels like this guy's going to be on my side. This guy has the great state of the art technologies. But then it, it just comes down to like, I don't know, Star Trek versus Star Wars people. And like, oh, you know, no, this is definitely the way. This is definitely the way. You, you don't want to, you don't want to get with those soft, the bottom half guys. Those guys are hucksters. That's right. I, get on, I, I get, get on board way. the soft, the top. The top train. It's like the dead Kennedys say, you know, one thing's fixed, another falls apart. Jesus Christ. Wow. Oh, Jello, so right. So trust your mechanic. You know what I'm saying? Trust your mechanic. Yeah. <coughs> this episode of Roderick on the Line is brought to you by Mac Weldon. You can learn more about Mac Weldon right now by going to MacWeldon.com, M E C K W E L D O N.com, just like it sounds. And when you go there and shop, you will get 20% off your order using the promo code. R-O-T-L. And what kinds of things will you find in your order? Well, I'm here to tell you. I'm a huge fan of Mack Weldon. I buy tons of their clothes with my own money. And uh, you're going to find great stuff there because Mack Weldon is better than whatever you're wearing right now. Because Mack Weldon believes in smart design, premium fabrics, and simple shopping. This is really true. Their website is so easy to use. It's so easy, especially if you've ordered from them before. It makes it easy to go back and get the stuff you want again. They have so much great stuff. They have comfortable socks, underwear, shirts, undershirts, hoodies, and sweatpants. So much great stuff. I am a huge fan of their Pima cotton long-sleeve tee. I am wearing 
one of them right this second. This is a green one. It's very attractive. I also love their undershirts. They are just beautiful, white, long-tailed, uh, much like the Chris Anderson article, long-tailed undershirts that will stay tucked in. They're the best. It's, it's like wonderful aircraft engineering. They're the best. Uh, maybe they're best known for their underwear. They have a line of silver underwear and shirts that are naturally microbial, so they eliminate odor. Listen, MacWeldon wants you to be comfortable. So if you don't like your first pair of underpants, you can keep them. You know what? They'll still refund you. No questions asked. How about that? Not only does MacWeldon's underwear, socks, and shirt, not only do they look good, they perform well, too. They're good for working out, going to work, going on dates, or just everyday life. Just the best. Honestly, for reals. This is, a, this is a great sponsor and a very good company. They make very, very good stuff. And I can personally give them my okie-dokie and official recommendation. So go right now. You go to MacWeldon.com. And remember, for 20% off your order, use that very special offer code, R-O-T-L. Our thanks to Mac Weldon for supporting Roderick on the Line and all the great shows. I, I, uh, <sighs> I typically, as you know, try and go through this, you know, life on this, on this big, blue, big blue marble in space hmm. by... Um, <clears throat> relying on as few things as I can, mm-hmm. right? I don't try and I try not to rely on technology. I try not to rely on comfort. Uh, you, you, you've talked about this a great deal in the past. It feels like a lot of it, a lot of it comes down to like your will and wanting to make sure that you can get by. But you said rather candidly that you want to limit the number of things that might go away after an apocalypse and you'd have no way to get it back. Now, now what? Now, now, now you're hooked on jaw surgery for the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah. Who's going to do yeah. that in an apocalypse? You don't have enough buckets to trade for that. I mean, there are, I'm sure, all kinds of benefits that attend someone who attaches themselves, like, um, attaches themselves to hoses and eels, like uh, John Travolta in... uh, More the plastic uh, bubble? No, in Spaceship Earth. Oh, okay. Or or maybe like... uh, Or like the guy from Bill and Ted in that movie where he's a pod boy, where he's got all the hoses in him and he's got the neck thing. Yeah, the guy with the hoses and the neck thing. And the hoses and the neck thing, and it's a battery for a robot planet. Until they figure it, out, oh, this is the Matrix red pill. Red pill, red pill. Red pill. If you want if you want a battery pack for a robot planet, <laughs> I'm sure you get a lot of good stuff out well, of it. The surgery's going to be good for you. Let me put this thing <laughs> in the back of your neck. It's going to be really, it's really state of the art. Yeah, right. Like, just put your credit card information in. Just, get, you know, like, scan your iris. <laughs> it comes with a free trial. And then when you drive around town, every time you get a ticket for running a yellow light, yeah. the ticket will go right to your bank account. You don't even have to think about it. That's right. We'll, just, we'll just capture all the data. Yeah. Isn't that convenient? So good for you. <laughs> isn't that convenient? <laughs> uh, but I try to, like, limit the number of those, particularly the ones where – the the ones that people do voluntarily without thinking about it. Like, I've got a, I've got a, a, a conditioner that works with my hair. And it costs whatever it costs, $70. But if I don't have my conditioner, then my hair just doesn't play well, ball. And let's, 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 let's tear the veil away. A lot of people shampoo and condition way oh, too much. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Yes, they do. If you get, I don't want to take you off your story, but I'm here to tell you. If you yeah. get off that particular merry-go-round, you'll discover that you can mostly wash your hair about once a week and you'll do way better. Because you know what it is? Eh, it's like Carmex for your head. You're, you're drawing out all the things that your head would do naturally, and now you're addicted. You're addicted to Neutrogena. Yeah. Don't put Carmex on your head. Don't that put Carmex on technology. your head. You're not going to have that, that after the robot wars. <laughs> no. No. Well, the thing is now, you know, now you're just a slide in somebody's slideshow. <laughs> they used to put comics slide. on their heads, but now 
We have discovered. I thought this one it was better if we move over to the top part, and he was totally into it. And so it takes off in Porsche. Now, excuse me, I have some driving to do. Zoom! He pulls on his gloves. Oh, yeah, you're top of mind for him. Your healthcare is top of mind for the German driving dentist. Yeah, he's just he's just knocking him down. 100, 200. He can see those fighter planes. Mm hmm. Uh, but so I try to limit that stuff. But the problem is at a certain point, right here I am, I'm sitting here, I'm a, I'm a man in his 40s, and I have a missing tooth today. And there is a better solution. There is a better solution. Hmm. Uh, and that solution is to get something slightly more permanent. Yeah. Uh, now I have, I was putting my little pills in my little pill box today. Mm -hmm. uh, because once I started taking my pill for uh, my um, uh, bipolar mm -hmm. and I discovered that it worked for me and it was a medication that I actually endorsed. Then, uh, then another doctor who had been saying to me for a long time, you have high blood pressure. You have hypertension is what they say. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the same as I'd said about everything that every doctor. Oh, surprise, ever told. surprise. Another doctor who has a diagnosis about what's <laughs> wrong right. with me. Here I am. Oh, you know, here, gosh. Here, I'm the big actor. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Color and, me amazed. And so I was like, all right, what's the story? You know, now I'm taking this one medication. What's the story with this high blood pressure? And he, and the, and the, oh, then I switched it all over to the lady doctor that had yelled at me about bipolar. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you're my new doctor. I want you to tell me, every, I want you to yell at me about everything because you're good at it. She passed muster, right? She did. And she said to me, I don't think I yelled at you before. I think you, I think your story has become inflated. Is she listening? And I, oh yeah. Okay. And I said, I, you, you absolutely did yell at me. I, I marked it down in my book of quotations. Mm -hmm. In your mind palace. And she was like, I don't know. That doesn't sound like me. And I was like, it sounds exactly like you. Listen to you now. Listen to what you're saying exactly right now. So everything you're saying on here is feeding into her analysis of how things are going. Like if anything else needs to be put into your tiny pillbox. Yeah. So she said, yeah, you have hypertension and you need to take this pill. So I took it. It was just a, you know, it's just a diuretic. It's just like drinking coffee. Okay. That's my take on it. <laughs> okay. Story checks and, out. Uh, and then she was like, yeah, okay, it's doing okay, but now you need to take a second one because a lot of times you, we don't get it on the first pass. You need to take two. And I was like, okay, you know what? You're, you're a doctor lady. You're throwing pills at me. That's fine. You know, I'm not fighting you anymore. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so now I got those two that I put into. So then I was like, well, shit, now I need a pill box. I'm one pill of those box, people. Yeah. And I went and I looked because I wanted a cool pillbox. You see, you <laughs> see to the forties, <laughs> you know, right? Yeah, you yeah, see yeah, all yeah. these. All you don't these want one of those. That, you don't want one of those old lady pillboxes that, no. that has like embroidery on it. You want something no, baller, like, something fucking steampunk. You know, with the big type on it that's like Monday morning, Monday afternoon. <laughs> I'm not one of those. <laughs> I wanted something cool. And every day in my freaking Instagram feed, some ad pops up for something that's like, dude, well, and it's a, you know, like order a box and it's got a knife and a hatchet and mustache wax and <clears throat> like, uh, you know, like all this crap that nobody needs. That's like sandalwood. Oh, it's like a bespoke like, kipple box. They send you yeah. a bunch of stuff you don't need. You subscribe to that. You get another eel. Now you're getting yep. a free, well, not free. You're getting a subsidized box of shit every month. Yeah, and it's all got it's leather. Is it for so your daily like carry, John? Masculine. Sometimes. Uh, yeah, it's for daily carry. Everyday, everyday right. carry is that what they call it? 
Uh, well, there's some there's there's aspects of everyday carry, but if something's coming every month, that means you're presumably changing your everyday carry. Every they better month. give you a bandolier one month, give you a Chewbacca belt. Yeah, and I feel like your everyday carry people, your you know the ones that are real scientific about it, they don't want a new thing every month. They want to hone it down to like the the fishing line that can also be used as a garrote. It right. can also be used as like a like a radio for, for finding fresh water. You you, get, yeah. uh, you do a, you do a gorka. You get maybe a a couple of pistols, a knife, and a tourniquet. Yeah, and a divining rod. And a divining rod, or a divining a wire that you could also use for a garrote. A divining rod, wire, right? Wire. Which you can mm-hmm. use to escape yes. if you, ha- you know, if you throw it, you, you or connect you could, it to you your knife. You could bind an adversary. Bind an adversary. Mm-hmm. There it is. Everyday carry. Yeah, you want to have a, you want to have a knife, which is also a hatchet, but which is also something that you can huck up onto a roof and. Oh, oh uh, quick use question: it as a, uh, does, does that knife uh, rely on fucking Bluetooth? Uh, no, it doesn't. It does not. No, it no, does not. no, no, no. You have an untethered hatchet knife. That's right. But I'm looking at these things and I'm saying, all right, where's the, you know, like, where's the bespoke pillbox? Yeah. That's what I want right now. I want a pillbox. Here's what I want. I want, <laughs> I want what two I want. weeks. You know, what I want. I want two weeks worth of little doors. Uh-huh. So that's 14 of them. 14 little submarine torpedo tube doors. Monday to Sunday, or, uh, Monday to Sunday. Monday to Sunday, Monday to Sunday. Uh, that's sitting up, you know, it's not torpedo tubes. It's like an ICBM. It's like a like a missile submarine. Okay. It's got 14 doors on the top. Okay. Each, one, each one's got a su- uh, missile in it. Okay. I want it to be small enough to throw in a bag uh, and not notice it. I want it to be, and so I want it to have kind of round edges. I don't want it like... Square. Okay. I want the doors to stay closed. I mean, closed. Like, just to, to help me disabuse me here. Part All of right. it is you're trying to avoid the stuff that you see near the magnifying glasses at Walgreens. I don't want it to be like a rainbow-colored plastic. Okay. All I right. want it to be something cool that's the individual, right, mm-hmm. that's, that belongs to me. And I've, and so I've been out looking at, it like, old apothecary things and old drugstore stuff and, like, you know, searching all the weird bins for to repurpose a thing that has 14 doors because that's my favorite uh Jackie that's a Chan very movie. creative way to approach it the 14 doors yes that's what i'm trying to that's what i'm trying to accomplish and i wouldn't mind if it was silver mm-hmm. and had little glass doors that's the top return i am getting when i search for cool pill case or box yep i'm seeing a nice looking silver one i'm seeing a lot that look like fruit one that's got a cthulhu on it yeah, I don't want that. Okay. But I want to be able to see into the little containers because you want to know which ones are full and which ones are empty. You don't In case want you to forget what day it is. That's right. <laughs> which happens to me every single day. Yeah. Uh, but I want it to be, you know, I want the, when the doors are closed, I want them to stay closed. When the doors are open, I want them to stay open. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I want this, and I'm searching everywhere, and nobody's making artisanal uh, pill cases because I guess the artisanal people are all 38, and yeah. they're not. They're not taking fifteen pills. Yeah, their there. knees don't hurt. Anyway, then so I had these I had these three pills going on, and then I was like, well, I live in Seattle in the winter time. I better throw some vitamin D in there since I'm taking pills anyway. You could probably do with some B12 too. Well, and then I put a put a big B B in there. Do you use one big around. B? I try and get a B in there. I feel like I should yeah. take a B. I've I've heard that Bs are good for for people like me. You know, back in the day before I was taking uh, all these pills, I would throw. I'd sometimes buy a bottle of B and take it, and I it 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 worked. It made me feel better. Okay, huh? Huh? It, it helps uh, your mood, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. It does. Huh. And then, uh, <sighs> and then about a year ago, well, a year and a half ago, Millennium Girlfriend started taking 
Elysium. Elysium. Now, come on. That sounds like a science fiction thing. Elysium. Elysium. Do you remember? Do you remember Elysium? Elysium. Elysium. Should I ask my doctor if Elysium is right for me? I don't think you should talk to your doctor. Is it about a nootropic? The thing is that the more people know about Elysium, less there is for us. Well, I think that's right because Elysium. Elysium will allow you to live forever. Oh, Elysium. It, All right. Yeah. Because it binds to your neurotoxins and oh, it takes okay. your alpha Bs and it turns them into alpha Cs. And alpha oh. Cs are what you need. Alpha Cs are what plants crave. It comes, it comes down to the alphas. You got to switch well, your alphas. Sure. And, the, and, and what happens is if you get in there and you get your beta blockers <laughs> that will like antioxidize your, uh, your, you know, your neural net. Oh, then, it like castrates the cancer do, boys. Well, and it, what it does is it takes your blockchain and oh, it breaks. Okay. See, it breaks the RNA okay. and converts it into RNP. Okay, so it, it, it changes the, the dispensation to the latter chain. Exactly. Okay. So, so top, top headline I'm finding here: Elysium Health, live healthier for longer with science. That's right. And Elysium. So Elysium was this miracle pill that came out. Uh, that was, and part of their strat their stratagems. Mm-hmm. Uh, were that they had all these scientists. They got all these Nobel scientists together. I've seen a lot of white guys in ties. And they were like, will you endorse this? Will you endorse this? And all the scientists were like, yeah, sure. Sure, that sounds, sure, sure. Sounds like good science. And they were, there were a bunch of guy, a bunch of these scientists on their board of directors. They actually put them on the board. Yeah, all these guys so, look like potatoes with eyeglasses. So when they and they all won the Fields Medal, and uh, <laughs> and that's why they're so mad at, at uh, Matt Damon okay. because he won't... Just because of the Martian? Math. Well, no, he won't do the math. Because uh, okay. they won the Fields Medal for crying out loud. Okay. Uh, so. Okay. This stuff, this Elysium. I'm, sorry, I'm losing track a little bit here. So you got, you, you've, got your, you've got your brain pill your lady doctor gave you. Yeah. You've got a, was, it a, was it a blood pressure pill? Two blood pressure pills. Two, so up to three pills. One of them is a little, uh, little pink pill, and one of them is a little, very strange little mustard-colored pill. Okay. Oh, they're different kinds. You're on a cocktail. Yep. Yep. You don't so, even so drink. No. So there's three. There's three pills, and <laughs> then three. I threw a D in there, and then I threw a B in there. Okay. All right. Throw on the D. I threw the D. <laughs> I threw. I threw in D's nuts. <laughs> Once, once. <laughs> uh, anyway, so then I'm then I'm hearing this Elysium talk around the uh, you know th- this is the this is the pillow talk that I had at a certain point. This is this yeah. is what we're talking about around the breakfast. This table. is when you're talking hanging out with Generation Snap. Yep, Elysium. Yeah, they're buying glasses from uh, from uh, vending machines. Yep, that's right. And getting long and, uh, life from the Elysium. Elysium is one of these things where you it's like a it's like a uh, every pill costs a dollar or every pill costs two dollars or something like that. But but what price for, for eternal life? Yeah. What price, Merlin? No, no. How, there's how do you put a price on eternity? How many extra Saturdays do you want while your daughter still likes you? All I of mean, them. the problem is the problem is that's a finite number. Well, there might be a pill to reboot her at some point. I'm hoping I think what happens is you get a bunch of Saturdays after she stops liking you. Yeah. That's where the that's where the extra Saturdays come, and that's not necessarily where you want them. Okay. Oh no. Okay, you want to get them front loaded. Okay. So at this point, you're up to. Well, now wait a minute. So I wasn't entirely on board with the Elysium. Okay, but I mean, we're up to we're up we're up to three, oh. four, five ish. Uh, five, five ish, right? Five pills. Okay. Oh. Okay. So before the Elysium, my mom came to me and said, "I'm taking these pills, which are good for uh, your joints." Is it glucosamine chondroitin? Yes. And I said, what 
evidence do you have these are good for the joints? I think Dr. Oz likes it. And she said, there is no evidence that it's good for the joints, but I take them on faith. Huh. Okay. Uh, because it's made out of the, it, these pills are made out of the collagen that we use in the joints. In the joints. So if you had more of it. And it knows you, where to go? Is it like repairing the ladder DNA? It knows where to go. It seeks out the joint areas and then replenishes them like some kind of a supply mission? This is what we don't know. Okay. But if you give your body more of this stuff. It couldn't hurt. I mean, what's it going to do? It's you either going well, to pee, pee it out. You pee it away. It's like a vitamin C for your joints. You know? Yeah, or the, the little dudes in hard hats that live inside your body that move like I-beams around okay. are going to be like, we got some more of this stuff. Let's boop, get it down boop, to the joints. Boop, boop. That's right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. The little sergeant major that's like, hey, come on. <laughs> come on, scrubbing. One of the asses and elbows. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, so I put that in there because I got this bum knee that I got when I jumped off the the, out, uh, the outfield wall at RFK Stadium during a Grateful Dead concert in 1990. Oh, and this is unrelated to when you fell off that piece of equipment at the dump? This is completely unrelated. This is a bad knee that goes all the way back to 1990. Okay. It's, it's basically Jerry Garcia's it, fault. It's the OG bad knee. Yeah, okay. that's right. And so why not? Because when I go to the doctor about the bad knee and I'm like, ah, that knee is kind of killing me. The doctor mm-hmm. says, you don't want to do a knee surgery until mm. you have to. Mm. I'm like, oh, so what you're saying is I wrap an ace bandage around it and I pretend everything's fine. Hot. And the doctor says, wrap an ace bandage around it. You don't have to pretend it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Can't help you with that part. <laughs> so my mom's like, <laughs> that's just the thing you do now. <laughs> I'm taking these pills that maybe you, maybe you pee them out, maybe you don't, but wh- wh- you know, what do you want to do? Is it's a dollar a day? How many Saturdays do you want? Right. Right. Anyway, so I look up, I look into It's amazing how that could get turned against you. Oh, everything gets turned against you. Yeah. That's how they get you. That's how they get you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so the man who, if memory serves, uh, I brought you Theraflu one time and you didn't want to take, you were deathly, deathly ill. You had to show a great American. You were very, very sick. I think I brought you some ephedrine and a Theraflu and you didn't want either one because yeah. you didn't like to put that stuff in your body. Well, what happens with the Theraflu? Mm-hmm. Back in 1991, when I knew... A lot of junkies. I knew more junkies in 1991 than I know now, for sure. <laughs> it was the style at the time. <laughs> it was. I know. I I think that that might have been peak junkie. Although I, I do. <laughs> the thing is, now maybe I know, in Seattle. I think in West Virginia they're doing pretty good right now. Well, oh, that's right. It's all flipped around. <clears throat> yeah. Back then, being a junkie was a thing that you did if you were an, uh, <laughs> like a, uh, an urbanite that wore black, black Yeah, now it's just if you're living in if you're living in West Virginia and you're working on cars. Oh, we got to talk about that someday. That is so fucked up. It's really terrible. Every, every time just, I read about it, I'm more completely freaked out. It's a crime against humanity. It's and the thing sickening is that you don't think about when you think about the CIA and the government intervening in uh, populations. You think about them putting AIDS into the gay community, or you think about yeah, them yeah like a crack, crack for black, black people, crack for black. Right. Yeah, you do not think about, or you, it, it isn't typically thought of as a concern uh, as a conspiracy. Can, can I read you one paragraph I screenshotted yesterday? I didn't have the heart to post it, but this is I think I want to say from Washington Post article. I forget this one paragraph that just had me back on my heels. The yep. opioid epidemic has also made some pharmaceutical companies very rich. Oh, yes. A real barrier to getting the industry to buy into change. Okay, hang on. Sales of prescription opioids almost quadrupled between 1999 and 2014. Yeah. 4x in 15 years as the number of prescriptions soared. By 2010, there were more than eight opioid prescriptions for every 10 people. 
Mm-hmm. Purdue Pharma, the makers of OxyContin, have sold more than $25 billion mm-hmm. worth of the drug in the past decade. Mm. Jesus Christ. It's so you're, you're not on that right now, as far as you know. Ha! No. <laughs> if, you gave, if you backed up the OxyContin truck and you poured that stuff in, you know, and you gave me as much as I could take, yeah. I would, A, take zero. But if you gave me, if you forced me to have it in my house, I would take it out. I'd dump it in the pool mm-hmm, and, let the the, let, and let the worms figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere downstream, some fish in Lake Washington would be like, whoa. You made some worms start chasing the dragon? I don't want it. I don't want it around. Yeah, you prefer the, not to. Yeah. And the, and the thing is that the, the junkies that I knew back in the 90s were like shooting, shooting up. That was how you were a junkie then. Like needle-based heroin. The whole thing. You cook it there in your spoon you do the you do the do you uh, and then if you're lucky you don't die uh sitting on a toilet at the at the you know the cafe roma and make the employees try and force the door open and then call the ambulance and then the cafe the employees do that that sucks well they don't make them it's just like who the oh. hell you know it's the employee that's like knock 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 are you done in there hello no, the manager's in back shooting up he's got other people to yeah. empty the toilets exactly okay but now now what i know i do know a lot of junkies now but they're all these maintenance junkies where they're like i'm not a junkie i just have to take these pills for anxiety and pain yeah it's like ah oh, fuck you're 48 years old and you're fucking strung out yeah tell it to the robot apocalypse i mean you want to talk about an eel yeah no shit that's the ultra eel oh i struggle with it i struggle with it yeah i, I want to be i want to be back on it so hard but i think about the apocalypse everybody wants it you know it's not you know it's hard it's not that it's easy to not do it yeah it's fucking awful uh and then you know ugh, so we're, we're up to we're up to uh, plus or minus oh. five pills well the thing is the reason i don't take theraflu is that the junkies oh, yeah. back in 1991 used to huddle around their little fucking bic lighter fires <laughs> and say to each other the secret junkie language that, they, that I that I learned to speak because the junkies I studied, can't. I, I learned to speak it because I studied. Is it I like cockney rhyming slime? Slime, yeah, but about heroin? That's basically that. It's like, oi, you're the redheaded governor. Uh, it's the hypodemic spipodemic. They would say uh, when you can't get junk and uh-huh. you're starting to like uh, get the get the bads, mm-hmm. you're starting to get some DTs. Theraflu. Theraflu. If you take Theraflu, like lemon it, flavor, it takes the edge off. Yeah. You drink there, it or you shoot it? No, you don't shoot it. My God. Okay. I mean, who I knows? Know. You can I tell mean, I haven't done a lot of this. <laughs> I, mean, if the, if, I can see if, snorting it. I can see people snorting. People love snorting things. Yeah, I think it would burn. But you the drink, shit you drink it, and it, it, by by quelling the flu, colon flu like symptoms, it takes oh. down your heebie-jeebie bats. That's right. It, huh. it, it it's a, that that should have been that should have been their other. When they're selling Theraflu the, uh, in like urban off-la- off-label usage. Yeah, you want you want to say their slogan should have been Theraflu. Takes the edge off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and so I started to think in the early 90s that Theraflu was powerful medicine. Because mm-hmm. if it is helping that, if it's helping those creepy crawlies, yeah. if it's helping the feeling that like flies are burrowing in your arms, Ugh. then it's probably stronger than I need when I've got a cold. So I, I typically only employ Theraflu when it's like, all right, I don't even give a shit anymore. If I end up on Oxycontin because of this, whatever, fine. <laughs> I'm, so, drug. <laughs> I'm so freaking sick right now. I don't care. Uh, anyway, so I'm up to five pills. Okay. But then the Elysium thing feels like it's just got, it's just, they spent a lot of money on the logo and the label. They're, they're, it, it seems like a uh, executive drug. 
if you know what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, I do. Like a, There's this whole yeah. class of what they call nootropics, where, which is these whole class of, you don't even want to call them drugs. It could be herbs. It could be some kind of, like, all these things that have very little to zero FDA evidence of ev- everything. And that goes back to, like, the St. John's wort, the ginseng, like, all of these yep. things that have this rep for doing a certain thing. you got all the, uh, what are they called, the homoerotics? What are the ones that don't do anything? Like the acylococcinium. What do you call this? Homeopathic. The homeopathic oh, homeo- drugs. Yeah. Well, you know, if you go to Germany and you tell those people that they don't do anything, they're going to get real mad at you. They, so, you know, there was a big lawsuit over St. John's wort there, wasn't there? Didn't they, didn't they crack it down? Uh, the thing about the Germans, and you know, we don't like yeah. to talk no, about the Germans. No, don't like to talk about the show. Germans. Well, you know, they're hard on Scientology, so... Well, and that's the thing. Like, if you're if you are mad about Scientology, not not being a real religion, yeah, but you believe that the that uh, the cure for an allergic reaction is to give you a micro dose of fucking you know uh, collagen, fly wings. <laughs> I feel like you gotta you gotta. You're using you, too well, much to to do the real homeopathy. The smaller the dose is, the more effective it is. You have to. That's just well, that's just pseudoscience. That is. You know what? That's just pseudoscience. <laughs> I you know they don't let you take they don't they don't let you take uh, ephedrine no. for for your bad nose sniffles Ugh. in Germany because they think it's a controlled substance, but they give you some you know they give you some tincture of like monkey sweat yeah and they think like oh this is the real this is the real cure you got to get with the program Germans invented aspirin you know they pioneered most of the drugs that we use nowadays over there in the, in the Germany. At first, I thought you said germs invented aspirin, and I was no. like, this is a new theory I had not heard. No, no, I don't believe in germ theory. Okay, so you're up to five, you've got 70 pills a week, and you're, so, you're now you, Elysium, are you hearing the, so let me, you're back with Millennium Girlfriend, back in the day. Back and, in the day. And were you persuaded to give Elysium a throw? So like with my mom's magic collagen pill, I went <laughs> and did some separate research. And the research around, and the, the collagen pill has it on the label, like, this is not, we are not at all saying that this does anything. But, you know, but if, as long as we have said that, we're also going to say, this is amazing. And with Elysium, it was a thing where they had this substance, which was called NAD+. Plus. NAD+. Plus. NID, NAD+, plus, which is nicotinamide. Something, something, something. Nicotinamide, something, something, something. Okay. Plus. Plus. And nicotinamide is pretty easy and cheap to get. But if you combine it with some other things, an A and a D, mm-hmm. uh, some kind of dinucleosis. Uh, uh, <laughs> Fix it again, Tony. <laughs> if it's a nicotinamide dinucleosis, uh, uh, you get this uh, this stuff. And then you add a plus on the end. Okay. <clears throat> And it turned out, this is the amazing thing about the story, it turned out that there's only one company in the country that makes NAD+. And Elysium gets their NAD+, from the same company that everybody else does. Because there's only one company that makes it. Oh, they're just white labeling something that's almost a commodity. Yeah, Elysium combines... It's not like their special bespoke formula. No. Okay. No, they just discovered Elysium's discovered that it did this other amazing stuff. Those all the fifty Nobel scientists all were the ones that were like, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. and I think they combine it with a separate, a second ingredient. So, it, so it's not just NAD plus; it's NAD plus plus 
Uh, that's the plus. It's some kind of plus. It's the other plus. It's the reason that Japanese-made Ibanez tube screamers uh-huh. sound better than American-made Ibanez uh, or Korean-made Ibanez because uh, the plus tube screamers because of the plus. Okay, never, never, never go it, with a hippie to a second ingredient. That's right. It's it has a diode. Oh, okay, that's second diode. It's right. light emitting. Um, so I said, well, if the active ingredient in Elysium is NAD plus. Why don't I just get my NAD plus from the bulk supplier? And the answer to that, uh, you know, the pillow talk answer was, well, Elysium is something else. And basically, like, don't fight City Hall. It's got all these it's got all these um, scientists. I mean, just look at the design of this jar. It's it's very, very modern. Sure, you put that on your counter, and people say, "Why are you taking <laughs> a pill?" If you show up with like a Whole Foods plastic bag full of powder, it's probably not nearly <laughs> as cool as not having as cool. this. Uh, what's it called? Basis by Elysium. Have that sitting on your desk, or sorry, at your Basis. hoteling desk, or your standing desk, or your unicycle desk. Sure, <laughs> they put, have it. <laughs> it's sitting on your desk, right next to your like a uh, five five steel ball clacker <laughs> that you have whenever yeah, somebody Bitcoin, asks you a question. Your Bitcoin wallet. <laughs> So I started getting chair for your companion duck. Yeah, well, the the thing is that at your office you have uh, you have nap cubes uh, that you you can go take a nap in. I actually asked a a person who had nap cubes in their office, "Does anybody ever go and take a nap in there?" And they were like, "What? No, you would be definitely uh, looked at looked at askance if you went in there and took a nap." Yeah. And I said, it's, a, if it's, I, a, it's like a, it's like a, like a, what do they call it? A, a tiger trap, a lobster trap. They're going to uh, see which kind of, which, who are the dopes that grab a beer out of the copiously stocked <laughs> fridge? And who are the people who actually use the nap cube we told you to please use? Yeah, that's right. If I worked in an office, I would use that nap cube twice a day. Mm-hmm. And, and the person I was talking to was like, you would be fired. Mm. I was like, it's right there. It says nap cube on it. Right. And uh, and they were like, oh yeah, it doesn't say productivity are, box. It says we nap are encouraged. Cube. We are encouraged to yeah. use the nap cubes, but uh, no one ever goes anywhere close. Yeah. Anyway, so I decided I was going to start taking. I didn't want to get left behind. Is the thing mm-hmm. when Matt Damon goes up to the to the Elysium mm-hmm. and starts kicking ass uh, uh, with all the people that are living in a in a, a terrarium up in uh, up in Wally super spaceship. <laughs> Uh, I didn't want to be the one that I don't want to be. I'm one. just looking at pictures because I Googled for that. And does he have a science spine in that? Is that what that is? Who? Uh, yeah, he has a science spine. It looks like he's got a GoPro on the back of his head. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because in the future, everybody has a science spine and everybody is a karate master. But okay. they all live. Uh, they all live down on Earth in like Johannesburg, um, while the spe- while the specials live up in Elysium. Right. Uh, in like the Wally thing, except they're not. Uh, they're not chubby. Okay. Huh. Uh, the, the Wally version. Maybe, maybe they got of, Peloton or like yeah, uh, you yeah, know yeah. one of those things up there. Well, the thing is, I think they're taking NAD. Oh, they got NAD plus plus. They got NAD plus. Yeah. So I was like, look, I'm not going to sit here and watch you take Elysium every day and not also do it. But I don't want to be. How galling would that be for her to outlive you? Uh, well, and the thing is, she's already younger than me. I know she's got she's got an edge. So I wanted all the Saturdays. I wanted more Saturdays. Mm-hmm. So I started taking NAD. Well, <laughs> then. Uh, so that goes in the pillbox. And then I was, when I started taking the uh, bipolar medicine, I started to feel like I wasn't remembering certain conversations. Ginkgo biloba. Uh, Kobo biloba? Ginkgo biloba? What are you taking? Oh, so, so I went online. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Everything I get is online. Yeah. I went on, that's the biggest eel of all. 
That's online. even bigger than OxyContin. Online is your big eel. <laughs> They're going to raise your price on Prime. You're going to be so <laughs> mad. <laughs> they They already did. They sent me an email. They were like, oh, guess what? Prime is more now. And I was Congratulations. Like, I We've increased the size of your eel. <laughs> I didn't want it in the first place. Why uh-huh. am I paying more for it now? Yeah. yeah. Now i got to watch 40 movies a week just to pay it off. <laughs> uh, so, oh, yeah. And Hodgman gave me clear. Uh, clear, which lets you go through the airports without talking to anybody. All right. Uh, but then, do you pass that on? Is it like nobility? Do you? Yeah, you, you have to be like you have, to have somebody that knows you. They vouch for you. Yeah, you you, you get knighted. But then the oh. way Clear works is after you've had it for a while, uh, on after you've had Hodgman Clear, then they're like, we build your account hmm. for your payment for Clear. Oh, now. you pay for it. You pay. What, what do you think? How, uh, how, how else would you keep that? out the, <laughs> the snorks? Yeah, you're keeping snorks out who don't who don't have the money to pay for it because <laughs> they're over there in the Dickens line. <laughs> yeah. One day I'm going to get there, on. If I'm, you have more than three ounces of cold gruel, <laughs> please throw it in the bin. <laughs> Nobody yells at me at Clear. I went through Clear the other day. You can have like a you can have like a hillbilly jog and just walk through. Yeah. Well, the woman didn't even. She walked past. She gave she gave the Heisman to the TSA guy. Wow. She was like. She was like, "This guy's with me," and she walked me right up to the right up to the thing, and I was just like, "Whoa, yeah, okay." One day, I feel like I'm going to get in that clear line, and instead of putting me on the flight that I'm taking to Atlanta, it's going to put me on a flight to Elysium, and they're just <laughs> going to say, "Don't worry about it." Well, this you're, it's you're covered. Good. You're not you're going good. to Atlanta anymore because Atlanta doesn't exist. We're going up. Oh, but the problem with it is, if you amateurize it, mm-hmm. you got to fly forty times to make it seem like it's reasonable. Oh, Jiminy. Like, would you play? Would you pay ten dollars to not have to put your gruel? It should to the- be more like an airport lounge where if you can go in, like there's been times when I'm like, shit, yeah, I'll pay fifty bucks to sit in this place for two hours, not be with the snorks, but I wouldn't want to have to be charged for it every month if I'm not using uh, it. Oh, uh, you you get charged, you get charged. Oh. I mean, the the number of times I fly a year, it's right at the line where yeah. it's like. I'm paying $15 per time I fly. Oh. Now, is that... There'll be one time when that is 150,000% worth it. Right. And then a bunch of times when maybe it's the day when they're letting, you know, they do the freebie days where the snorks get to go through. Have you seen Uh-oh. that? Oh, no. Have you seen that? Sometimes they'll say, no. I don't know if it's clear, but there's the one where you get to go to one of the special lines. They're like, oh, yeah, today free trial. You get to go through the, the special line over here because we're not very busy today. No, 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 no. The, that's not going to be clear because clear requires clear wants you to do a retinal scan and all this other okay. stuff. Okay, all right. You have to be, you know, you have to be willing to endure. Uh, you have to be willing to wear your privilege on your sleeve if mm-hmm. you're going to go through cure or clear. There's no better place to wear privilege if you've got yeah. it though. At an airport, yeah, a sleeve. It's like, a perfect place for privilege. <laughs> oh, that's true too. But if you're at the airport and, and you're looking over there and there's a guy, there's a guy with a corn cob pipe and, and he's got two chickens on his shoulders and he's like, I've never been to an airplane before. It's like <laughs> two chickens in a one string banjo. <laughs> I'm telling you, if you, put your, you put your thumbprints down on clear. I ain't got the thumbprints. Welcome to clear. <laughs> the government took it. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, that's right. He's like, I can't bring my blunderbuss on the plane. Says who? And you're like, down, 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 down. Ron Paul revolution. <laughs> <laughs> then you get the you get the Simpsons thing, or you get the uh, you get the the Seinfeld music. Boom, 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 boom. He was carrying a blunderbuss. <laughs> okay, so I went, to, I went I went through SFO the other day, and I I was I I got dropped off by my lift, uh-huh. and I was sitting at the gate in six minutes. What terminal? Terminal one. Terminal one. is that open again? Yeah. Oh, oh. it's nice. It's nice. They, that's the redone one. 
Yeah, they got a big like Calder mobile. No, they don't. But they should. It's the type of thing where they yeah, would yeah. have a Calder. If Number one, I, I, I don't always keep them straight. I think United is three. Well, there's International, which is totally baller. That's where Virgin I is. I don't fly United. <laughs> uh, and then I think one used to be the odds and sods one, and I think they redid it. Is it? They redid it. Okay, all right. They redid it. It's it is. That's it's insane. Six minutes now. is insane. It's insane. I sat there. And that's I was like, like how, why that's I... almost like how it used to be to go to the airport. <laughs> you would just well, right. walk, you just walk in. You get so here's my bags. Could be anything in there. I don't know. Walk on through. Get yourself it a hot like, Sam. Back in the day when my dad would walk me down to the gate yes, of to course. put me on the plane. And, uh, you could get on say, the plane with the person and just say on the strength, I promise to get off the plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they'd be like, all right, everybody that's not flying, get off the plane now. And my right. dad would be like, all right. <laughs> here's a free check. drink on the way out. Here's a check for your mother. Don't lose it. <laughs> uh, my, my dad would walk me down to the gate sometimes and they'd be like, oh, we've closed the gate and the jetway has pulled away. And my dad would say, I'm Dave Roderick. Let me tell you why you need to bring the jetway back to the plane. And they'd be like, all right. I mean, that happened more than once. <laughs> if we agree to bring the jetway back, will you withhold your anecdote? <laughs> <laughs> Counselor Roderick. <clears throat> so you're anyway, up to, so, okay, I'm a little bit so, lost, in the, lost in the stack here. At some point, your Millennium girlfriend uh, had gotten you on to the Elysium. Oh, no. so, so I'm taking NAD plus. NAD plus. But, but then I started to, I started to, like people would say, well, remember you when you were talking to that girl and you said this? And I was like, oh, I, don't, memory, I, don't right. even, <laughs> I don't even know who that girl okay. is. What do you mean? Right. And my memory is is like a big part of um, yes. my self-identity. It's your brand. I mean, I know. I remember. I remember things. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, and the thing is, I still could tell you all about the Grateful Dead concert where I broke my knee, but I couldn't remember having met this person a, a week and a half ago. Mm. And, it's, and it spooked me. And so I went on. Maybe and, maybe it retards. Part of my saying it retards aging by uh, losing memories. So you, so you feel like you're younger, right? Right? Or you just are you're less encumbered by the weight of memory. It's like a clear line for experience. I didn't want that. No. And so I go online, and you know, if you if you look at the uh, contraindications of drugs, they all say the same thing, which is this drug may. Uh, may give you the following symptoms, which is every conceivable symptom that you could feel as a human being, yeah. like memory loss, or you might not be able to hold your poo in. Well, oh, or... oh no, it, there's always a diarrhea, headache. Yeah, and then but there's one like I've watched too much NBC, which is increasingly making me realize what an old person network it is because it's all old person ads. But it'll oh. be like, uh, uh, you know, Celentrex uh, treats uh, arthritis, but like, do not take if you're allergic to Celentrex. Celentrex may cause suicidal ideation. And you're like, really? Right. right. Solentrix might make your mustache fall off. Solentrix. Oh, there's a lot of things that Solentrix. There's fucking ukulele music. Hey, 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 it may affect your memory, but the thing that helps your memory... It may also, the black box warning indicates you might also get a deadly skin rash. Uh, that's right. And that's the bad stuff. Because yeah. every, every once in a blue mood, uh, somebody is taking uh, lamictal lamotrogen and their skin falls off. Oh, my, my shrink who was like... He was like an Ayn Rand 
psych psychiatrist. He would give me anything, but he's like, look, look in my eyes. Seriously, be very, you're going to start with like one tenth of a pill. We'll try that for a week. Then we'll go to like one eighth of a pill. Like this is this stuff. It is serious and it will hit you fast. If you, if you end up being one of the people, it's a black box warning. It's one of those rare things. That's like, hi, really big warning. You will die. If you take this wrong. You'll die in a really bad way. Your skin will fall off, which is a bad. Your it's skin a bad is very important. Skin die, yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, if you have to lose one thing, your skin shouldn't be it. It's uh, as a memory serves. It's on label for epilepsy, if memory yep. serves, and off yep. label for. I got it for mood stabilization. Yeah, well, and the mood stabilization was the thing that they had. They had it approved for epilepsy, and then it was just one of those like licking a toad in the Amazon uh, rainforest type yeah. of situations. Seems to work. Where they're like, wait a minute, all these people that had both severe epilepsy or severe seizures, let's call them, mm-hmm. and uh, also seem to be bipolar. Wow, look at this. They're not sad anymore, and they're not. They didn't uh, gamble their house away this week, which is a big improvement for them. <laughs> no, they lost was their skin. <laughs> it's your single uh, largest organ. So, uh, so I go online, and they're like, "If you are suffering from memory loss from taking Lamictal, the thing that works is if you take NAC, plus or minus, just regular Prime. It's NAC Prime." NAC. There's no plus or minus. It's like N-acetylen castellacylon. They're doing a lot of work in those letters. They are. NAC. Not uh, non uh, arthroscopic uh, crash test dummies. Plus. Um, And so I was like, well, this is confusing because I'm already taking NAD plus. Are you telling me I'm taking NAC now too? to to uh, stave off the memory loss from taking lamictal lamotrigine. Mm-hmm. And, you know, oh, this is how they get you. Yeah. So I said, all right, shit, shit, dog. I got a pill case now that is the <laughs> the size of a Honda Civic. It's got 14 doors. I'm just throwing pills in here. So I ordered some NAC. And the problem is, as soon as the NAC showed up, they both have, because they don't have Elysium-style labels, they just have, whatever, junk-style junk labels. When I run out of one of them, mm-hmm. I can't remember whether it's the NAC or the NAD. Oh, that that's does, how they get you. <laughs> that does which or what, right? Oh, <laughs> no. No. Are, are they visually very different? No, they look... They is it just... A, like, see, I take a bunch of stuff that's just like white stuff in a capsule. Yeah. La, la, la. That's what this is, and, and it just looks like g- German tinctures, right? <laughs> and because neither one of them is like is is FDA approved for any. I mean, no, NAC no. I think is approved for asthma attacks. Yeah, but it also restores your memory. And NAD plus is basically like a placebo that makes you think you're going to live on a spaceship. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> What's you, need, crazy? you need a really good pill case is what you need. I do. Yeah. I need one. Basically, I need one that's a fanny pack, but strapped, <laughs> but strapped to my leg like uh, like Tomb Raider. <laughs> so you well, can deploy them as needed. That's like, kapow. Kapow. I'm feeling a little bit memory weird. Kapow. I, my memory might be better, but I'm not sure. 
better so, not stop taking it though. That's the other thing with the amygdala is you also oh, have yeah. to you have to taper off too. Don't don't do that. Don't. And sometimes I forget, and then it's like, oh boy, it's been a whole day. But apparently, it stays in your body for like a couple of days, so you don't have to freak out. Your skin won't fall off. Yeah. But with NAD, when you go online and you're like, I want some NAD plus. I'm looking on Amazon right now. They have a they have a life extension brand NAD plus cell <laughs> cell regenerator yep. nico nico. Tynamide riboside. Ribosliven. Ribosliven. It's uh, yeah. Ribosliven was my roommate in college. Uh, (laughs) Oof. Uh, So, but the problem with NAD Plus is that all those things on Amazon. So I went on, right? Mm -hmm. And I was like, what's the optimal dosage of Mm -hmm. NAD Plus? And they were like, well, you can take up to 500 milligrams, but I, but we think you pee out the last 200 of that. Hmm. So the uh, so the ideal dosage of this thing that we don't know what it does is uh, 250 milligrams a day. Oh, sure. Sounds, that sounds about right. That's what I would have guessed, yeah. Yeah. But a lot of the bottles that you buy, because I don't want to sit and be taking this stuff all day. I don't a, lot take... of these, a lot of these come in 125, right. so you might have to double up. Which I hate. And I now hate you're going to need a bigger pillbox. This is how they get you. You order, yeah. you order it from Amazon, you get it on Prime, and now it's not going to fit in your goddamn pillbox. You got the pillbox from Amazon. And I which bought just it raised the prices. Give me a fucking break. I bought it one time, and it was like, you know, uh, uh, something like 50 doses, 250 milligrams. And it came, and then I turned the bottle over and read it more carefully, and it was like uh, serving, serving size two. Serving size two. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, I want you to die a thousand deaths, you people with your fake labels. Ugh. Like, just make a 250 milligram pill. I know you can. Yeah. And so why why, why so don't I, they make the whole plane out of NAD? That's right. <laughs> right. I, so I, t- I have to take another 45 minutes going and searching all these <laughs> things to find out which one is 250 And you more? better hope, once they're in your steampunk pill container, you better hope you don't mix them up or have a little spill. Uh, like, <laughs> you're going to know who goes back where. Well, and every single one of them is slightly different size or slightly different color. So I... I kind of know what they're what they're doing, but now I'm taking a bunch of pills that's like as big as a bird's nest. Like I feel like I'm eating four blue eggs a day. Uh, can, can I say that? Just I'm gonna toss this out. I, I this is not on you. I, I feel like it might be a little bit of a, a constraint of your imagination because you're thinking about pill box. What if we take it from a different angle? What about more like a tackle box? Oh. A tackle box or maybe like a like an artist uh, supply. Box? Yep. Yep. I bet but you it's got some a, very cool artist supply boxes. It's got to fit in a small bag. Well, but see, with the amount of things you're taking, you might need another bag. You might no. need a bespoke pill filson. Oh, this, <laughs> pill is <the> thing. <laughs> this is the thing I'm afraid of. Because, mm-hmm. first of all, I don't know if some of these... Oh, and then, because I'm taking a B and a D, I figured, why not throw a fish oil pill in there? Oh, it, my God. It, that thing is the size of a, uh, of like a John baby Roderick, pig. I've lost count. Give me an updated count on where you are on a daily basis. How many are we well, talking about? Jesus, I'm talking about like nine pills or something nine like pills. that. Nine pills. And... I don't know which ones counteract which ones. Some of them you're not supposed to drink grapefruit juice. Yeah. This one over here says there's no soup. Mm-hmm. Like I don't get. There's don't no get project it. manager for your life. You end up being the de facto project manager for all the pills you put in your face. And how are you right. to know? You're not a physician. Well, and all these things are like these aren't these aren't uh, prescription drugs. These are just shit I found hey, on the internet. That's cool, man. We got it off a shelf. There's no lethal dose. Right. Except. Yeah. What happens? I mean, like if I sat down with a pharmacologist, which is what they call them, mm-hmm. uh, and I said, "All right, here's all the pills. What do you think of this?" Yeah, they're going to get into your interactions and agonisms and whatnot. Yeah, and are they going to say like, "Well, nine out of ten of these pills are just in that one fish oil 
because that's all we any of us really need mm-hmm. is just to take one fish oil pill a day. <laughs> or are fish. they going to say if you take this little little pill for your heart yeah. and this big pill for living on a spaceship, yeah. the two are going to combine to uh, you know to turn into a riclosilabide. Oh, and, it's and, like, a, like a health Voltron. Or some, you know, yeah. something is that going to is that going to bounce off the free radicals? Or is yeah, that what they call synergism, on? right? Is that synergism? Synergy? Well, synergy. One is, plus one equals one hundred and fifty-eight. That kind of thing, what, right? You can't land on a the, fraction. What's the opposite of of synergy? You know, Syn- like com- is he a great man? Is, is he? A great, a, 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 yeah. You know, like um, does he does he ride the lightning? Has he ever seen the the fucking uh, sea beams glitter off the Tannhauser Gate? Like, no, I don't want it. The or pills I are working, John. I can tell the pills are working. You're lousy with Elysium. So what, so what I need is basically a thing that when I sit down at the little desk in my, ho- in my like, miserable hotel room Put somewhere. Put on your little half glasses and, and, I, and, your, little, and your little head beam. I need, I need a bespoke pill container. Yes. Because sometimes when I'm feeling brave... I'm like I'm gonna eat all these pills in one gulp. Oh no no no! And I Just throw on the them bees alone, that's gonna put a hurting on your trachea. I throw them all in there, and I drink this big glass of water, and I'm like, yeah. But then that voice in my head that's wanting all the Saturdays is like, what happens? You know, like all your cool rock star friends all die of oxycontin overdoses. Yeah. What happens if you're the one that chokes on a fish oil pill? Man, we're wearing half glasses in a hotel room. Like that's gonna that's a bad look on you. You you know, like don't die young because you're like brave about taking a bunch of God. like a like knee vitamins. And Billy Joel writes a song about you. It's gonna be so sad. Don't do that. That's not that's not me. So now I take them in three gulps. Okay. But you know, I just I feel like such a like a ding a ling. Yeah, it's. Mm, yeah. I went from no pills to nine pills. Yeah, and it was just, it's like pill escalation because I was taking one that helped. And who knows? I mean, who knows if I t- if I wean myself off of all of those? If there's an if there's apocalypse, mm-hmm. like, and I'm out living in, uh, living in the danger, mm-hmm. am I gonna be? Am I gonna wean off all these things and then my skin falls off? Oh, and here's the thing: is like that stuff may seem to be doing something or nothing, so it, you're not worse off. But mm-hmm. then, like, what happens when the apocalypse comes and suddenly Daddy got no lamictal? How's that gonna go? Oh well, so I figured you put, out. put some in your survival bucket. I figured out a way around that, but okay. I'm not going to tell everybody. But I did uh, okay. definitely feel like, look, this whole business of people that take prescriptions, which is you're basically tied to the doctor and the drugstore. Oh, it's a, because, it's a whole system. Yeah, for for me, for me, that meant having to go to my shrink once a month, pick up a paper prescription, yeah. walk it into a drugstore, have them give me the side eye, and then give me exactly 30 days worth of pills. Yeah, exactly 30 days. Exactly, yes. And it's like, this is not a drug you can abuse. There is no secondary market for it. You can't sell it on the street. i got to show my license to get fucking Claritin D. And that's what, for pimples? No, no. No, no. No, that's for my uh, for my breathing. For Oh, 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 Claritin, right. Claritin, yeah. It's, it but if you want stuff that works, hey, you can get that Charlie Brown shit off the shelf. But if you want stuff yeah. that actually works and maybe gives you a little bit of energy, you want the yeah. Claritin D behind the counter and they give you the side eye. Well, they give so you the Walgreens I, side eye. I don't want any side eye. And also, I did not like being tethered to this 30-day thing. Oh, no, no. Right? Like, so you're, what, you're in the teeth of the gears at this point, my friend. Well, I'm like, what happens if I go offline? What happens if I go in the in the hole? You know, What if you lose the Bitcoin wallet that has all your prescriptions on it? Exactly. What are you going to do it, then? 
It's uh, what happens if the Walgreens closes? What happens if all Walgreens close? What if they break the blockchain? What if the blockchain breaks them? Mm-hmm. Like, mm. I, there are no bipolars in foxholes. You know, what you need to do, I think, is you need to come up with an honest... You've been very forthcoming today, and for that, I, I respect you. You mm. need to come up with a spec. You know, to, 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 to paraphrase Donald Rumsfeld, it, you, you, it, the pillbox that you want... That you yeah. would desire. You need to say this. I need this many cubic millimeters of space for my. At this point, probably thirteen pills a day. You need to right. give that a closure. What you want it to look like. If you want it to have a theme, like maybe like a Donald Duck thing, and you need to put that out in front of a Generation Super Train and see what they can come up with. Because we know people, as you know, as you mm-hmm. know, we know people with three D printers. We need, we know makers. We know that's a makers fair, and they could make you. Uh, the pillbox of your dreams. Well, you saw the duck that lost its feet that got plastic feet from a 3D pl- printer. There's nothing we can't print anymore, John. You could print, you could probably print Bitcoin today. I'm the duck with plastic feet. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I want a steampunk pill case, but I want it to look like yeah. I want it to look like uh, Wild Wild West from the. 60s, not Wild Wild West from the 90s. We watched Ocean's Eleven last night, and uh, which I think is a pretty good movie. It's okay. And, yeah, but it's got a lot of the thing you like. Don Cheadle, yep. setting aside his really, really quite bad English accent. Oh, it's Gabna, so awful. It's, oh, so, it's so awful. But there are a lot of guys who have a cool metal suitcase with yeah. foam in it and compartments. Is that any I direction did. you would consider going? I do like that, but the but the problem is I don't want. First of all, if I'm going to handcuff something to my wrist, I want it to be the football. Yeah, or a little Jewish girl. And well, hmm. so but yeah, because you got to get through clear. Well, you got to get through clear, but also like this has all got to be. You know, everything's got to be on the DL. You've uh, got to look like you're just sitting there, uh, like recalibrating the phones, yeah. right? You don't want to look like you're going anywhere or doing anything, Mm-mm. and. Uh, and so you can't like be carrying a football. You can't be you can't be handcuffed to a girl, right? You, you know, like that's that, be- that's suspicious. You got a football or a biscuit or a girl on a chain. That's the yeah. kind of thing that raises eyebrows, even in a clear type situation. That's why you're paying the big bucks. Well, it's got to first of all, it's got to be mental handcuffs, right? And that yes. takes a little. That bit takes. More that's going to take a month. Yeah. But um, but what I you know what I I feel like I feel like the secret here. I mean. I went on. I went to the Canadia mm-hmm. because sometimes Canadia, just like uh, Germania, mm-hmm. uh, they have different attitudes about drugs, and they're like, <sighs> "Oh, drugs, three, the drugs are so cheap." Sure, you want to get a three three three, get it, mm. uh, or a two two two, or a five five five, or or one ten one twenty, whatever it takes. Mm-hmm. And so, but they feel the same way about Lamictal, or they don't, or they don't feel any way about it. But I couldn't go up there and buy a big bin yeah. of them because they're also like, no, you got to be tethered to these. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's 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 not the key. I want a giant. The other one. problem is I don't like to buy into this, but uh, don't email me. But the generic is not always the same oh. as the brand. Like, be careful. <laughs> My shrink told me there were cases, and and he's not fully like I say he was a libertarian. He doesn't sweat this kind of stuff. But yeah. like it was like he's had people like call him up in a pretty bad way, Uh-oh. where he basically was asking, "Did you just stop taking the X that I gave you?" And it turns out they were on the generic, and it wasn't doing what it's supposed to because it's not super well regulated. Rut row. Mm-hmm. So I mean, for no the Lamictal, you might want to you might want to put down you know a couple extra bitcoins and get the good Lamictal for some oh, of that stuff. Huh? I mean, I oh wait a minute, I don't get the good stuff anymore because I got because I was like, uh, 
yeah. don't know why I care about saving the insurance company money. Yeah. I should just be getting the gold-plated ones. You got a big heart. That's part of the problem. It is. It is. You know, I, I want I want whatever insurance company is, you know, that's that's, uh, that's been shown by the that's state right. of California point, to call. Your, heart, your to, heart is so large, it's visible. <laughs> like Steve like Steve Bannon's liver. <laughs> it just protrudes. I think you should get some help from our listeners. You should tell them what it is that you're looking for, the style that you're looking for. People know your personal aesthetic. Right, yeah. you, you've you've gone into uh, Filson and said you want a purple bag. I think you could do that with our listeners. I'm not. I don't want to put you on the on the line here, as they say. But like you, you could probably get some help making a very very cool, very very cool case. The thing about it is that old apothecary stuff is made out of glass, but I like to be able to use my bag as a pillow, and so I can't um. have. It's not something where I've got a hard case suitcase with wheels on it, and I walk through the uh, and I walk through the airport like some kind of flight attendant. Right. Like I've got a thing that if if push comes to shove, um, I want to be able to like I suppose with a hard shell suitcase, if you, if push comes to shove and you bail out of an airplane on top of a, a glacier. You can ride that suitcase down to the end of the glacier, but that's not what I want. What I want right. is the ability to, first of all, use it as a pillow. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe use it as a water bag. I don't know. Could be a weapon. I don't, I, uh, it could be a weapon. Also, oh, it could be a I defensive want, weapon. It could be like a shield. I think more than anything, I want to be prepared for time travel. If I mm-hmm. walk through a temporal an- anomaly... Mm-hmm. And it transports me back to 1810. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be standing there with some bag right. that looks like a that looks like a plastic turtle. I want to be able to say like, "Hey, what's going to raise? It's going to raise a 19th century eyebrow." It sure will. And so I don't want my pill case to be the thing that gives me away. Oh, uh, I see. I but in the olden times, it would either I want to be able to see into it. So it would either be made of glass. Or maybe like super thin tortoise shell. Yeah. Maybe I'm like a really rich person and they like and, carapace, and yeah. It's made out of amber or oh, something. Oh, uh, or ambergris. Or ambergris, right? Yeah. It's made out of honey. I don't know what it is. I don't know why I keep coming back to if, steampunk. I feel like steampunk gives you so many options for eras. It does. It does. And and I'm uh, you know, like am I steampunk adjacent? No, I would not mm-hmm. say that. No. I'm never gonna wear goggles. I do not want gauges on anything. Mm-hmm. But do, and I'm certainly not going to wear a duster. We've covered that. <laughs> Especially uh, now that Donald Trump has started wearing one. No, I have got I got the memo a long time ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. But do you're not, I... You're not in a John Woo movie. Get over it. Uh, I'm not in a John Woo movie. But if you look at, if you look at Han Solo... Yes. Han Solo, take the blaster away. Mm-hmm. Oh, he it, could go anywhere. Replace it with a pistole. He could right? go anywhere. He could be in the regiment of almost any country at almost any time. Yeah. He he'd, be, walk, he an, he'd be an officer in almost any military. He'd walk right up to D'Artagnan mm-hmm. and say, need another musketeer? Yes. Right? He could go. He could be anywhere. He could do anything. He could be, uh, he could be, where could he be? He could, he could walk up to St. Augustine and say, I forgot my tie. Uh-huh. Can I, can I come in? I confess. Right. Right. Uh, so I feel like Han Solo is a it should be Boy, for that's all of us good. a good place to start. Can you can you pull out? I forget if we've talked about this. How are you with a vest? Can you do a vest? So I've started <sighs> a vest. A vest is a tough thing to pull off. I've started to try to pretend that I'm not fat, mm-hmm. 
And hmm. and one of the like you could do the Andrew Dice Clay thing where you cut your sideburns to look like a jawline. Okay. But that doesn't fool You're trying to do like a forced perspective thing on your face. Yeah, it's the George Lucas problem. Oh, oh dear me, no. Right? No, no. You, he, he looks like he might have been 3D printed. I think, well, his beard certainly is. Yes. You know, it looks well, it's, like... It's, it's the dulap. It's the, you're not fooling anybody with where you trim that thing. You still got a dulap. It looks like the strap of a, of a 1940s football helmet. It's a classic meat beard. Uh, right. You don't want it. You don't no. want it. You don't want your, you don't want your turkey waddle to stick out below your beard. Cause it doesn't. Why would you, like, why, why do men do that? But the, defining understand. the line. So it's like, ugh. I don't understand it. Okay. Uh, but, so you need something. So I started wearing vests <sighs> Okay. because I'm like, well, the part of me that I want to conceal is my big tummy. Why don't I accentuate it with a garment that only is like extra tummy? Okay. <laughs> but I do feel like Again, there's a fine line between like uh, wearing a vest where it's like I'm a riverboat gambler, and wearing a vest where you say I'm a I'm a college professor who's taking his jacket off. Yeah, being a riverboat gambler versus being like somebody who does card tricks on a riverboat, <laughs> right? Good time, Charlie, in his vest. Well, but I like a wool vest. But the problem is a wool vest. Then you're not talking you're... about a Patagonia here. If you want, so you can like my wife has an outfit that I love that is very Han Solo. She's like sexy Han Solo when she goes to work. She wears this one outfit. I'm like, wow, you really look like Han Solo. It's really hot. She's got a puffy vest. Is it puffy? It's vest? not that puffy. It's a Patagonia. It's pretty small profile, but she's got cool boots and some pants, and she it's a real smart look, you know. But so you're, be... you're not talking about a Patagonia. You're talking about a waistcoat. Yeah, I have to be careful around a uh, around a down vest or a puffy vest because I do have some. I have a green puffy vest that dates back to 1975, and I stole it from my dad in 1981. Wow! And I still have it. It's kind of held to held together with duct tape. And then I have that original purple vest that Kel McCarl stole from Gary King Sporting Goods. Mm-hmm. That's a uh, that's a purple. Uh, North Face, back when North Face, uh, you know, before you'd be hanging he had, by a thread. Before he it had could, to demand satisfaction. Your life. That's right. That's right. Save your life. And this this vest, if you if you jumped out of a plane and landed on a glacier, you could ride that vest to the bottom. Oh, Jiminy! Uh, and I still have both of those things, and I and I do wear them. But like the other day, I was at a thrift store and I found a barbour vest, hmm. which is a quilted vest. That is like fancy oh, look English, at that. like a fox hunting vest or something like that. And it was not very, it was not very much. And I was like, do I go this way with my life? Mm-hmm. And I did, I got it. And I did go that way. And the other day I was out, this is a long time ago when I was at the, uh, the, uh, women's March, uh, the pussy hat March. Mm-hmm. And I wore my barbour vest underneath my other garment, and then the wind picked up, and I had already pre-protected my daughter with her large coat, even though she was mad. Mm-hmm. Even though she was like, "I don't want a large I don't coat. Need a coat," I was like, "Wear a coat." Then I had my barbour quilted vest, and I felt like I had, uh, like I had a secret weapon, which was an undergarment. <sighs> wow. Uh, that was under the other coat. I like their stuff. Well, it's really nice, but it isn't, you know, they're not giving it away. No, they aren't. Uh, but, it, but you know, it's like pretty nice, it's right? It's quilted, this is like, but the one you, if I'm seeing the one you're talking about, it's pretty low profile. It's not puffy. No, you don't look like no. you're going skiing in the 80s. No, 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 no. It's very low. It's, 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 you're meant, it's that, it's that whole English, like, country life thing. Mm-hmm. Some of these guys are wearing it with a necktie, and it's kind of sharp. 
you're meant to look like you're not meant to look. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm. You know, like Prince Charles has been wearing the same double-breasted jacket since 1960. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's because he's rich, and so rich this is people lucky don't He's going to be king any day now. That's right, and that, he just can't you, wait uh, to be king. There's a whole website that talks about the patches that the British royal family has put on their clothes. Is it like a hanky coat? Uh, a hanky coat. Oh, you know, just lets you know a little about the preferences. Uh, no. <laughs> You know what I'm I saying? So. No, 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 okay. no, no, no. It's not. It's not that. It's uh. It's that. There's a website where the where you know there are all the photographers that are standing around trying to get pictures of Emma Thompson when she gets out of a car. Yeah. Uh, but then there are the photographers that have really long lenses that are just chasing Queen Elizabeth around Balmoral Castle. Okay. Just trying to get pictures of her corgis or whatever. Yeah. And those people have these these pictures of like like uh you know. Prince Mountbatten or whatever, and they're like, here's a picture of him in 1971 wearing this coat. Here's a picture of him in 2015 wearing mm-hmm. the same exact coat, and we zoomed in on his cuffs, and they've been repaired. That's old with, money. That's what new money so never good. understands. That is old money. Old it's money so, is you get something nice, and then you keep it around. It gets a little bit beat up. You fix it. It's so hot. It yes. really. I mean, why do I know that website is there? Because I have gone there and studied all these why things. Why wouldn't you? It's like, oh, one of the one of the brass buttons on Prince Charles's jacket doesn't match the others. Like they could, they didn't even bother to find a matching button. Mm-mm. It's so brilliant. Uh, but that's where that sort of uh, that stuff um, uh, comes into play because it's it's meant to look like it's not meant to look. Mm. And I think that that's pretty hand solo too. Mm-hmm. So you're vest curious. I'm. I am. Yeah. I'm vest. I'm bivestual. Mm-hmm. Right. Like mm-hmm. I will wear the right vest. I try hard not to wear the wrong vest. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's hard. It's a commitment. You know. Once you put that on, you're out of the house for the day. <sighs> that's. Um, that's why I have like 14 Stetsons, but I've never worn one outside. Because really? I put it on, I'm like, I'm wearing it. I'm wearing it today. I walk around the house. I'm like, I've got it. This is it. This is it. This is. I'm going this direction. Mm-hmm. And then I get to the front door. I open the door, and you know, Gary's across the street. <laughs> and I'm like, I am not fucking wearing this Stetson outside. <laughs> and one day, I feel like when my beard goes in like, completely white, which is not that long, mm-hmm. when something happens, that I just have crossed the line and I'm a vest wearing pill popping geezer mm. geezer mm-hmm. then I'm just going to be like Stetson's. You feel like you'll know you'll know when it's time? The beard will the beard tell you? Do you remember in the 90s when you would be somewhere and in your case you'd be there in your Air Force jacket with your uh Henderson. with your with your with your with your dread pirate Roberts mustache, yeah. and you'd be standing there with your bacon ray guitar, <laughs> and some old would be at the club with mm-hmm. like dyed oh, hair. Oh, I know that old. Mm-hmm. You know the old? Oh, I know the old. Yeah, yeah. And there's the always old. an old. Sometimes old it's a is, prepper. Sometimes it's a skinhead. There's always an old. There's an old, and he's standing around with a group of 26-year-olds, and he's like, what's up, fellow kids? Yeah, the elder statesman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's up, fellow teenagers? Yeah, right. And it's uh, and it, it was a bad look, and it was just, and I, I remember those olds, and they were probably 32. I know. And there, was now, a, there was a guy in Tampa. His name was Mike Ratt, and uh, he, he was an old-school skinhead punk rocker, and he was at every show, and he was like, at the time, he looked 60, 
he was probably 32. Yeah. But I was yeah. 19 and I was like, my crap. But what, what has happened, what had happened was, yeah, styles changed so that now it's no longer that the olds are like trying to dress young. Mm hmm. It's that all the youngs are trying to dress old. Mm. All the, you know, my mom laughs every time she opens a catalog because she's like, every single person in here is is dressed like you. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh, what uh, can I? You know? No, no fair. That's that's not a fair way to put that. They caught well, up. They caught up with me. They caught up. That's right. But the but the problem is now you don't have that. I, I have more flannel shirts than you have had uh, hot hot dinners. You know what I'm hot saying? Dinner. But I'm not putting manic panic in my hair. They're putting they're they're putting like like old sauce on themselves, right? <laughs> they're slathered in old sauce. So do just I like Grandpa look, had. Do I look like an old that's standing around trying to be a young, or do I just look like I always looked? And the yeah, like, like that around? should change you. Give me a break. Yeah. Give me I'm a break. I'm surrounded by ducklings that are wearing mm. fucking uh, that are, that are like carrying uh, uh, hip holster pillboxes now <laughs> because I talked about it on the goddamn show. Oh, this? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, oh, oh, yeah. That's headless. my pillbox. <laughs> yeah, Lord. I got, I'm taking NAD+. Plus uh, yeah. Because yeah. I want as many Saturdays as I can get out of this life. Shit, dog. Ugh.